0: Love, Hope, Radio. Embrace Today is brought to you by Whole House Ministries. Host of Pre-Curry will inspire listeners to embrace their today with hope and expectation with a focus of bringing about freedom, healing, and restoration through the Word of God. John 16.33 says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. Good morning, and welcome to Embrace Today. I am your host, Epre Curry, and this morning we are going to continue on the Focus Series. We have been in this series. This will be the sixth week, and the Focus Series is a series that will draw listeners to hone in on what we should be focused on rather than what we have been focused on. Um, oftentimes our focus can get uh, a little off, and we'll begin to look at things and cause us to not really... Stand on the promises of God and not really believe what God has said for us. It can also cause us to go off of the path that the Lord has for us to go. Off, has for us to go on. Um, not being focused and focused on the Lord can also cause us to stay in a particular place for too long. It can cause us to leave a particular place too early. It can cause us not to embrace what the Lord is doing in our lives. And so the focus series is called to draw us in on God, focusing on him so that we can get a clear understanding on the path that he has for us to go on. And so this morning, we are going to be talking from Luke chapter 1, verses 57 through 66. Again, that's Luke chapter 1, verses 57 through 66. And this morning we are going to be talking on the topic of releasing your gift. It's very important that we are focused on God when we are releasing the gift that he has placed in us number 1 because he's the one that has given it to us and then number 2 because he he's the one that knows when we are prepared to, for that gift to come out. And so sometimes we don't we want to make sure that we are staying focused on him so that we can do everything to please him as we are releasing our gifts because we have to remember that every gift that God has given us is for his glory. And so let's look at verses uh, Luke chapter 1, verses 57 through 66 this morning. Um, before we go right into the text, I want to give a little background on where we are. Um, we talked about Elizabeth in January, and we talked about how her and her husband, they were righteous in God's sight, they were observing all of God's commandments. They were doing the work of the Lord, but Elizabeth was barren. She was unable to have a child, and they were both old, and so they didn't think that they would be able to conceive because of their age. And And so while Zechariah was in the temple doing the work of the Lord, an angel of, of the Lord appeared to him and told him that his wife was going to give birth to a son. They were to call his name John and he was going to bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God. So remember, the angel of the Lord, the Lord was going to open her womb so that she was able, would be able to conceive, but then what she was conceiving was to bring the people back to the Lord their God. So again, what we conceive, what the Lord put places in us, and what we let out of us from the Lord is not for our glory, it's for God's glory. Everything that we do, every gift that we release, everything that comes from within us that God has placed in us is for us to be able to do his work. Nothing is for our glory. And so let's look at Luke chapter 1, verses 57 through 66, and I'm going to start off in verse 57. It says, when it was time for Elizabeth to have her baby, she gave birth to a son. And so when we are releasing our gift, we have to know that timing is everything. Timing is very important in anything that we do, but especially when we are releasing something that has been placed in us, because we don't want to release something that is in us that is not fully developed. Um, If we release something that's in us that's not fully developed, it can cause that thing to be really sick, or it can cause it to die. And so we don't want to release something that has been placed in us out of the proper timing. I also want to give a little background on Elizabeth. When the angel of the Lord had told her husband that she was going to conceive, she also had to go into seclusion for five months. Um, The text doesn't tell us why she had to go in seclusion for five months, but she did. And so she was in seclusion for five months, In her sixth month, her cousin Mary came, and she was able to celebrate with her and see that the Lord had opened her womb. And so when we are going through the process and when the Lord has placed something in us, there may be a time where we are secluded and separated from everyone else for whatever reason for the Lord to be able to do what he is doing in our lives. But then when the time comes for the, when the baby is fully developed or what he has placed in us is fully developed at its appointed time, we have to be prepared because what is in us is going to come out. And so the the time had come for her to have her baby, and she gave birth. So at our appointed time, when it's time for us to release and let go of what God has placed in us, we have to be prepared because it's coming. We can't try to hold it inside when the Lord wants it to come out. Um, Sometimes people are scared to do what the Lord has called for them to do. Sometimes people don't understand it all, and so they try to hold it in. And then other times people try to treat their gift as someone else treated theirs when it's something different. And so we have to make sure that we are focused on God and allowing Him to take us through this process of the the preparation when we are pre- being prepared, how she was secluded, and, and we have to allow the Lord to prepare us to do the work that he has called for us to do, but then when it's time to release that work, we have to make sure that we are still focused on him because he gave us some of the directions that we needed. He gave us some of those directions when he first um, g- gave us the promise, when he told us what we were going to do, when he walked us through that process, when we were in seclusion, the Lord gave us the And he has walked us through some of these things, and now the time has come, and so we have to remember everything that he told us prior to us delivering our gifts. And so we can't just release our gifts whenever we want to. There's a proper time. There's an appointed time, but we have to be bold in releasing our gifts. Remember, Elizabeth was barren, and she was old. And so when she, when her time came if you can just imagine an old person delivering a baby right now it would just be something that would be unbelievable I mean, you can just about imagine a lot of people giving their input on what she should do, what she shouldn't do. But we have to also remember that what Elizabeth was carrying was something of promise. So this was something that the Lord promised to her. This was something that the angel gave them specific direction on how to take care of and how to handle and, this, and what they were going to handle and take care of, it was for a particular reason. And so what the Lord has given us, we have to make sure that we are taking care of it, we have to do what the Lord told us to do. We have to allow we have to protect it. We can't let anything come in and harm it because the Lord has given it to us in our care and He already gave us the direction. So we have to make sure that we are following His word and what He has told us to do instead of trying to do what other people want us to do or do what we see other people. Doing and so timing is everything when we are uh, when we are releasing the gift that the Lord has given us. Again, the gifts that the Lord has placed within us is for His glory. Nothing is for our glory. It says, and, and if you look at Luke 116, it says He will bring back many. This is talking about John. He will bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God. And so this is all about God and and connecting people closer to God and bringing people into God, those that don't know him. Our gifts are for the Lord. And so we want to make sure that we know that timing is everything. Don't try to hold something inside of yourself that the Lord is trying to release. If it's your appointed time, then that thing has to come out because you yourself can end up sick and also that thing that you have in you. And so you want to make sure that you are really allowing God and you are focused on God and allowing him to take you through the process so that when that time has come, when you have fully developed, what you have in you is going to come out and you will see that what the Lord has promised you will come to fruition, regardless of how old you are, regardless of your background, regardless of what everyone else is saying, regardless of what everybody else has, What the Lord has placed in you will come out at its appointed time, but you must be prepared because when the time has come, it will come out. And so it says when the time for Elizabeth to have her baby came, she gave birth. And if we think about birth, birth is not something that feels good. When you are birthing something, there is a lot of pain. There is so much pain in birth that, oh my goodness, it just feels like you just feel like you want to quit. You feel like you just want to throw in the towel. You don't want to be bothered with anybody. People are trying to talk to you, but you are in pain, so you want everybody to get out. I'm just talking about my own experience. But when you are in birth, when you are birthing something, it does not feel good, it hurts so bad. And you're not even thinking about this bundle of joy that you're getting ready to have. All you want is the baby to get out so that you can stop feeling the pain. However, when you are going through birth and when you are going through that process of that thing coming out of you that the Lord has placed, in you, you have to make sure that you are following the process and procedures that the doctors are telling you so that you can have a smooth delivery. It's not saying that you won't have pain because you will have pain, but you have to make sure that you're following those directions so that as the pain is coming, you will be able to smooth and that baby will be able to come out in a way that will protect the baby and yourself. And so we have to make sure that we are focused on God while we are birthing this thing. A lot of people talk about the gifts. A lot of these people talk about how gifted they are, what gifts they have, what gifts they want, what gifts that that they see other people have, but we don't talk about the process. And it says when the the time came for her to give birth, birth is something that just does not come easy. People are not signing up to give birth. Right about now, if I could have another baby, I would have the baby minus the whole pregnancy part. I would have the baby, but I don't want to go through the pregnancy process, and I don't definitely don't want to go through the process of where I am giving birth, but we want the baby, and so we have to make sure that even in the birthing, even in the time when that thing is coming out of you and all of the pain that is coming and all of the people that are trying to talk to you that you are just so mean to and all the people that you just don't want to be bothered with, you have to make sure that you are focused on the Lord during those times because He will walk you through the process of birthing the thing that he has placed in you. It may not feel good. You may not want to be bothered with everybody. You may not want everybody in the room with you while you are birthing, but you have to stay focused on God and allow him to take you through this birthing process. Birthing is not something that feels good, but when the time comes, you can't push the baby back in. When the baby is ready to come out, it's coming out. And so we have to get to the place to where we are ready. We are prepared. We don't have to – I don't have time to run around and try to look up everything that I need to do um, in order to give birth to this baby. I should have been doing that while I was in the the monthly stages. I should have been doing that when I was two and three and four and five months. But when the time comes for you to release your gifts, the gifts that God has placed in you, it is going to come out and you have to be prepared. And so you have to stay focused on him. We have to stay focused on God because if we don't stay focused on God, then our minds will begin to just go every which way. We'll begin to think about other stuff when our our focus should be on him and allowing him to take us through this process. We'll want to get off of that bed. We will want to, no, we don't, please stop these contractions. We'll want to do all of that. But what we have to do is go through that in order for what's in us to come out and so that we will be able to care for and it will be able to do what the Lord has set in it for us to do. And so in releasing your gift, you have to be – we have to know that timing is everything. We have to know that timing is everything, and we have to stay focused. Our mind is something that really has to stay focused when we are – giving birth to what the Lord has placed in us, because oftentimes, and this is is happening with me as well, oftentimes our mind begins to go different places. And I just told my husband the other day, I said yesterday, or the day before yesterday, I said sometimes when I'm thinking about stuff, it's like my mind is only thinking about that, like nothing else is going on in my world except for that. And so as I've been praying and asking God to help me with keeping my mind under control, I had got up in the middle of the night last night and my thoughts started going one way. And it was just like the Lord just instantly reminded me, uh uh-uh, uh, we're not going there. We're going to control these thoughts because what you are, what is, what the thoughts that come to our mind tries to distract us from what's really going on. It's a form of deception that takes our mind off of God and the process that we're going into. And it makes it seem like we're crazy or that God isn't using us or that we aren't able to function in what God has called us to function in. And so we have to guard our mind and stay focused on him regardless of what's coming up in our lives or regardless of what time trying to take control of our mind. And so when the time comes for you to deliver, for you to give birth, you will give birth to what the Lord has promised you to give birth to, but we must be prepared. And so in verses 58 Through 60, it says, Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown her great mercy and they shared her joy. On the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child and they were going to name him after his father, Zechariah. But his mother spoke up and said, No, he is to be called John. And so when we are releasing our gift, we have to know that timing is everything, but we also can't forget the promise. Although other people were celebrating with her and they knew that the Lord had showed her great mercy, they were just excited. They were in their excitement. So they didn't mean anything bad when they were trying to name him after his father. They were just excited. They didn't. I don't believe that they had wrong motives, but we can't forget the promise that the Lord made to us. And so when other people are celebrating with us, and they are in our excitement with us, and they see the favor of God on our lives, and that He show us mercy. we can't allow that excitement to override the promise that the Lord has already given us. The lord it said the Lord had told her the angel of the Lord told her that she was going to give birth to a son. We see in chapter verse fifty seven it says, "When the time came, she gave birth to a son, and so we know that the promise right there was fulfilled. But we also had other people that was around her that was celebrating with her. And so we have to make sure that we are focusing on the promise that God has given to us because everyone doesn't know what the Lord has spoken to you. They may have an idea or they may see that God has shown you favor or they may see that God has been with you, you know, and they may be celebrating with you. But as far as what the Lord said to you, he said it to you. As far as what the Lord is doing, you have to make sure that you are standing on that promise and don't allow the ex- excitement to take your focus off. You know, sometimes excitement can take our focus off, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. You're just excited, you know, to be used by God. A lot of people think that they can't be used by God for whatever reason, whether it be their past or not having enough credentials to do whatever, but a lot of people don't think that they can be used by God. And so it's an exciting thing, even for me, for God to even want to use you. And so sometimes we can get excited and our focus can go off and we'll begin to forget what the Lord has said to us, and sometimes when this happens to me, I'll begin to make a decision in my excitement and Then, once my excitement comes down, i will be like, "What in the world did I just say?" you know, and so don't forget the promise when you are when you are celebrating what God has done for you with others. but look at verse sixty one even in their excitement uh or going back to sixty, even in their excitement, Elizabeth says. Elizabeth said, uh, no, we're going to name him John because she knew the promise. Although the angel of the Lord didn't tell her, somehow between her her conceiving and her, her having the baby, she knew that the baby's name was supposed to be John, and so she stood firm on the promise of what the Lord had said. But now look at verse 61. They said to her, there is no one among your relatives who has that same name. And so when we are releasing our gift, we have to know that timing is everything. We can't forget the promise, but we also have to know that purpose may break the family cycle. This one is very important. They said to her, there is no one among your relatives who has that name. And so they were looking at previous generations, and they were looking at her family line, and they were showing they were not seeing anyone who had that name John, but yet the angel of the Lord told Zechariah that the child's name was going to be John, yet no one in their family, no one in previous generations had that name, and so it was going to break the family cycle, that thing, that gift that the Lord has placed within her was going to break the family cycle, and so Something that God has placed in us, the gift that God has placed in us, it's going to break family cycles, but we have to make sure that we are standing on the promise that he has given us. We have to make sure that we are going through the process. It may be that no one in your generation has really been a strong woman or man of God, has stood firm and been faithful to the word of God, but we have to get to the point to where we are remembering and standing on the promise of God. It may be that your family does not even agree or accept what you are doing in your life, but what God has called you to do. What God has equipped you to do, what God has released from you will break the family cycle. Everyone in your family is not going to agree. Everyone in your family has not previously done it, right? But when we stand firm on God and the promises of God and stay focused on him and go through each and every aspect of our lives the way that he has called us to go through it, our family cycles will be broken. It says in the text that what they were going to do was going to bring many of the people of Israel To the lord their god that's what john was going to do he was going to bring many people many of the people of israel back to the lord their god so it wasn't for him to keep a family line going but yet it was for him to bring people of israel to the lord their god We can't focus on anything but what the Lord has set us out to do. We can't try to prove ourselves to anybody. We can't try to make anybody happy. What we have to do is focus on God, focus on him, and fulfill what he has called for us to do, regardless of what any previous generation looks like, regardless of what anybody in our previous generation has done. When we are focused on God, we will fulfill the, the purpose and calling that he has on our lives and it will be done for his glory. Remember, purpose may break the family line. You are purpose for something. God has purposed each and every one of us for something, and we can't continue to look at our our previous family line and our previous family generation and everything that they have done and cause it to stop us because they'll say, oh, you are just like so-and-so, or your last name is such-and-such, and you act just like them. no. We have to get to the place to where we are we accept and acknowledge that we are purpose. We are purpose. We God has sent us here for a particular reason and we have to fulfill that function regardless of what has gone on in our family line previously. God has gifted us. He has gifted us. He has called us to be different. He has called us to be different. And we'll talk more about that next week on the show entitled Purpose to Be Different. But God has called us to be different. He has called us to stop going through status quo. Stop looking at our lives and our family lives and just settling for what they have done and do it. We have to get to the place to where we are willing to break the cycle of our family to fulfill the purpose that God has for us. And so when we are releasing our gifts, our purpose may break the family cycle. But stay focused on God. Stay focused on God. Stay focused on his voice so that you can do what he has called for you to do. And so in verses 62 through 63, it says, Then they made signs to his father to find out what he would like to name the child. And he asked for a writing tablet, and to everyone's astonishment, he wrote, his name is John. And so if we can remember, Zechariah was silenced because he had doubted what the angel of the Lord had told him. And so they went to him, and that's the reason why he had to write on the tablet what his name was. And so when we are releasing our gifts, We have to know that timing is everything. We can't forget the promise. We have to know that purpose may break the family cycle. But then we also have to know that confirmation may be needed. But take note, it wasn't needed for Elizabeth because she knew the name. She knew what she was supposed to name her child. It was the other people that was around her that was celebrating her, her family, and her friends. They were the ones that needed confirmation. And so even when we're looking at the text, It says that then they made signs to the father and found out what he would like to name, and he asked, and then he told them. So he wasn't telling Elizabeth. Elizabeth knew. She knew what the the angel of the Lord had said. And so sometimes confirmation may be needed, but it may not be needed for you. It may be needed for others. And so we have to also make sure that when others aren't standing firm on who we say we are, we just need to focus on God and do what he has told us to do. When we are releasing our gifts, When we are releasing that thing, others may need confirmation. But you, when we are going through the process and doing what God has told us to do with our gifts, when we are caring for our gifts and developing our gifts, the way that the Lord has told us to develop and care for it, Others may need confirmation because, again, look, the purpose may break the family cycle, and what they are looking at is what happened previously in previous generations, and they're not understanding why you are trying to go outside of the family cycle. So they may need confirmation, but as long as we stand firm on what the Lord has told us, stand firm, and take care of and make and mold what the Lord has placed in you, then there's nothing else for us to worry about. And so look at verse 64. It says, Immediately, his mouth was open and his tongue set free, and he began to speak, praising God. And so when we are releasing our gifts, we have to know timing is everything. We can't forget the promise. We have to know that purpose may break the family cycle. And just a side note, purpose may break the family cycle requires a type of boldness. We have to be bold in Christ to break, break that family cycle because there will be people that will begin to talk about you. There will be people that will begin to say that you think you are too good and you think you are high and mighty, but it causes a type of boldness in order for you to break the family cycle. And so be bold in Christ. Be as bold be as bold as a lion. The text says the righteous are as bold as a lion. And so when we are breaking that family cycle, we have to be as bold as a lion. And so when we are releasing our gifts, confirmation may be needed, but also when releasing our gifts, we have to praise God. He was silenced until the promise was fulfilled. Although he doubted the promise, Although he doubted it, the promise was still fulfilled. And so when he was able to speak, the first thing that he, he didn't say, let me see the baby, or he didn't say his name is John again, but he praised God. And so we have to praise God in, in the midst of whatever is going on around us, praise God in the midst of releasing our gifts. Stay focused on him and the one that has given you what he has given you. The Lord has prepared you. He has equipped you. He has called you. He is with you. And so we need to stay focused on him and praise him in the midst of, regardless of what anyone else is saying around us, we have to praise God. And so regardless of how you feel, be ready, be prepared, because when it's time to deliver, it will come but we have to remain focused on God. Remember, our gift is for the glory of God. Our gift is for the glory of God. Our gift is for the glory of God. We don't have to force our gift on anyone. We don't have to force it because when it comes natural, Jesus never forced himself on anyone. And so we have to get to the place to where we are releasing our gift in the way that the Lord has called for us to release, and the timing, we can't forget what He has promised us. We can't be scared if we are going to break the family cycle. I will be, uh, I will be a witness that some family cycles need broken. Purpose will break that, and so we have to firm that some people may need confirmation. Just because someone else needs confirmation on your gift on what the Lord has placed in you shouldn't cause you to go out of whack and start talking sideways. And No, you keep standing firm on what the Lord has called you to stand firm on. Focus on him and allow him to take care of the rest. And then most importantly, praise God. Praise him even now. Praise him that he has even chosen us to be his vessels. Praise him that he has even chosen us in spite of who we are, in spite of what we have done. He chose us. He gave us some of his gifts. He chose us to be his hands and feet in this earth. And so remember, our gifts are for God's glory, not for our own. All praise and honor goes to him. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for this day, God. We thank you that you continue to be who you are, God. You continue to be faithful in our lives, oh, God. You continue to be who your word says that you are, Lord. We thank you that you have allowed your Holy Spirit to dwell within us, O oh God, and we are just asking you for forgiveness this morning, Lord. Forgive us for not being there and being prepared when you have been ready to release our gifts from us, O oh God. Forgive us, Lord, for not believing what you have said to us, Lord. Forgive us for not believing your word and who you say we are, Lord, and forgive us for not doing what you have called us to do, Lord, the way that you have called for us to do it, Lord. Forgive us for being so focused on what other people have to say, Lord, and, and not on what you have to say, Lord. Help us to stay focused on you, Lord. Help us to delve into your word. Help us not to just read your word and quote your word, Lord, but help us to live your word, Lord. Help us to be walking Bibles, Lord. Help us to help us to be able to allow others to see your words in us without us even speaking one word, oh God. I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, that the gifts that you have placed within all of us, Lord, will be used for your glory, Lord. We accept the assignments that you have placed on our lives, Lord, regardless of what it may be, Lord. We are accepting the assignment, Lord. We say yes this morning, Lord. We say yes to doing what you have called us to do the way that you have called for us to do it, Lord. Forgive us for mimicking other people, Lord, but we want to to follow you, Lord. We want you to order our steps, Lord. We want you to order our tongues, Lord. We want you to lead and guide us in all that we do. Father, we need you, we love you, we thank you, and we praise you. In Christ's name, amen. Thank you for tuning in to Embrace Today. You can further connect with Whole House Ministries by viewing our website at www.wholehouseministries.org, liking Whole House Ministries on Facebook, and following at pre Curry on Twitter. Be blessed and embrace your today.